1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Of surgery after this news came out yesterday, five days before the Eagles game, coach was experiencing some abdominal pain yesterday morning, went and saw the Cowboys medical staff. And they said, you have an acute case of appendicitis. Dr. Choppy, what are we looking at here? Uh, I assume
3: they did the foot test where you lay them down and you pound on their foot. <laughs> you sit there and like, you hang it and you bang on the back and see if it reverberates through the body. Oh. That, that, that's what they did for me when I uh,
2: thought I had it. right like, now no, you don't have it. So what was the pain that you felt? Just abdomen, like pain in the stomach? Like, like gas?
3: It was, probably was gas. No. But, uh, so you, pl- you've never had your
4: appendix taken out? No. Okay. Have you? Have you? Yeah, no. no, I had mine taken no, out. It was emergency surgery. What happened? And so mine was, I was over, it was like while Krista and I were dating, and I was over at her place, and we'd gotten dinner, and I thought I just ate something bad, because I got sick, felt better, and then it was like, it went from two hours between getting sick to, okay, now it's an hour and then it got overnight to where i was throwing up every 5 minutes i couldn't keep water down and when i got into the er they were like you look green we need to put him back here right now cuz i was so dehydrated and so they pushed on How my many stomach dates in? uh we were probably we'd probably been together for about six months oh okay yeah and so they already knew you had every ailment in the history
3: of the world yeah
4: what sucked was this happened two weeks after like wisdom teeth surgery oh and so i was still having to like clean out everything and then in the middle of that they're like all right it's time for surgery but they had pushed on my stomach and then they uh, got me a CT scan, and they're like, "Yeah, this is gonna rupture in probably the next eight hours. You need to go into surgery."
2: Wow! wow. So yeah. then it got done, and then recovery and feeling after. Yeah, so that was uh, you coach an NFL game in three or four days after your surgery. So mm-hmm. you
4: probably can. The only thing is, is that like I was in the hospital for after surgery, I was out of the hospital in less than twenty four hours. Well, but I I'm pretty sure their instructions would have said don't stand on your feet for three straight hours <laughs> four days later. Right. I'm guessing they would have said that, right? And yeah. so, because there was like, "Hey, kind of take it
3: easy for a little bit." You do have that incision, but I mean, this was 11 years ago. I, so I, I'm actually glad that you had it already taken out because I thought coming in here that you were gonna say yesterday that you felt that you had your pen, appendicitis. Well, oh yeah, you got,
2: what were you guys doing on the ground the other day that I walked in on?
4: Uh, he was doing some uh, chiropractor, witch doctor stuff to my neck. Okay. Um, I, I was having some neck pain, and so he was like, lay down, and then he put a towel under my neck and stretched it and was twisting it. Okay, and, He, and felt, it. A he felt, felt a pop. I He felt a pop. It's
3: so, fun to do at parties when you're hammered. What? You know, stretch try, people? Trying to crack
2: people's necks. Uh, so McCarthy <laughs> is... <it, it> he <laughs> killed people doing that. <laughs> He's expected to rejoin the team and coach... On Sunday. That's a
4: football guy. That's a football guy right there. An Irishman. Yeah. That's
2: a tough Irish. I wonder, here's
4: here's what I don't know. I wonder, do you think he will, do you think he could, like, if he can coach, that's fine. Do you think he'll be sitting up in the booth, though, I wonder? I wonder if that would be a compromise. Like, hey, maybe don't stand for three hours, but you can go Uh, sit in the booth, call plays. You got to get him the Derek
3: Dooley stool. Yes. Yes. Just Google it. Google Derek Dooley stool. It's the craziest.
2: Imagine Derek Stooley? McCarthy sit on a Could stool. You, they they get sit a, get a, like a
3: director's chair. I think it's a very pompous look, the director's chair, but I love it. <laughs> One of those megaphones. Because <laughs> <call plays. laughs>
2: we do not have, uh, we do not want the system being upset with Dan Quinn. We don't want Dan Quinn down no. on the field if he's used to being up in the booth. Although, if you saw that defense against Seattle, uh, Put him outside the stadium, let him try to call the plays versus having that effort again.
4: Hey, look, I mean, they so they've run into this once before, obviously, when McCarthy went into COVID protocol in 2021. The biggest difference here, obviously, now is he's calling plays. And so it's it's a lot more that you'd have to cover for. Schottenheimer hasn't called plays all year. I can't remember if they had him. Typically, at the end of the preseason, they always like to have somebody else call plays. You remember Dak did it at one point. I can't remember if they had Schottenheimer call them as like a fail-safe in case something happened. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that would be a a pretty jarring change that they need to cover. Schottenheimer's going to do the press conference today instead of McCarthy. Yesterday it was Dan Quinn today. It'll be shot. We can't
2: have one replacement and do all the press conferences. They got spread it out. Alternating. I mean that,
4: look, there's a lot that you have to cover when Mike McCarthy goes down. So the Schottenheimer had to cover today. That's they're splitting up the duties.
2: Hey, where's Dan Quinn yesterday? Do you think that tough Irishman is going to miss this game? That's a big hypothetical. We'll let all that come to that. We're certainly anticipating Mike being back for the game. We'll handle and hold it down for, uh, for practices. And, uh, uh, knowing him, he'll be uh, online tonight, wanting to, you know, go through the red zone and third down and everything else. So, um, yeah, we certainly expect him to be uh, to be rocking, you know, by game day again. So yeah, Quinn, you can have to throw Bones up there because Bones yeah. runs a lot of the practice, or at least does the play-by-play of it. He's the Mike Tirico of-
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours
1: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Boxnard, when we're out there at training camps, you got bones, you got Schottenheimer. Twos Twos are up. Twos twos, 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 are up. Twos are (laughs) up. So. You got Dan Quinn to step in there to be the head coach.
4: Yeah, and I would assume that would be how it would be broken up if he had to miss. Now, they've given zero indication. The initial press release or, or, you know, announcement from the Cowboys was like Mike McCarthy plans to coach on – this is not just something that was brought up in the press conference. It was included in the Cowboys' release of he's not feeling so well.
2: I love Tank's quote. Shout-out to COVID here. (laughs) (laughs) It helped us learn how to adjust quickly because in 2021, I forgot (laughs) – that McCarthy missed a game at New Orleans, yeah. testing positive for COVID when Dan Quinn then took over. I totally I've, forgot. I've never heard the shout-out shout out to COVID, out to COVID yeah, line. Baby. I like
3: that one. I like that one. That's, that's, that's a good one. It's almost <laughs> as good as Dan Quinn's Irishman line. But uh, people are commenting, Trucker come text line, Dion went out there on a stretcher. Uh, get him yeah, a Dion, lazy boy. Like, get Dion. him a lounger. Give him the booger mobile. Mobile. Remember that one? <laughs> booger mobile. He, he's not that just a train going back the and forth. The little zamboni. He Could was you imagine on?
2: that? Like <laughs> 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 getting one of those like TV TV carts just zipping down the sideline. Get him Trey Lance, uh, uh, Trey, Trevor Lawrence. I'm sorry, Trevor Lawrence's cart.
3: Oh, the cart that uh, that's that's big. The cart gate that he refused. Apparently, he refused the cart. They had a cart. Apparently, it had gas in it. Uh, or electricity, whatever you want to say. Tough Irishman. But uh, tough Irishman. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what Lawrence is, but uh,
2: tough Irishman. Lawrence? Were you uncomfortable with that stereotype? From I, I, no, it's not,
3: it brought me back <laughs> to my grandfather because it's very 1950s. My grandfather used to refer to all of his friends. They all did based on where their family happened to be from. Oh, this Polish guy. Oh, this Irish guy. Lawrence, tough is, Italian guy. Lawrence is a French name, apparently. It's derived from there. Oh,
4: yeah. Yeah, not a tough Irishman.
2: Micah Parsons on elite edge rushers not getting calls when being held. This is becoming a weekly thing. Asking Micah why he can't draw any holding penalties. He said it's comical, something we should not call out anymore. We all see what's going on. They want teams to score a lot of points. That's what fans like. They like offense. They want to protect these offensive guys. We just got to adapt and get off blocks better. And he tried to be Aaron Rodgers, uncomebackable, uncomebackable, whatever Aaron Rodgers' line was that we play here on the show. Uh, Mike uncomeback with a Micah dropped the same thing with the f word in it, unfwithable. Last week against Seattle, quote, "I was putting on clinic tape." So for Bobby's question yesterday, and anyone else saying, "Look at Micah's stat sheet, where is he?" Micah said, "Don't worry, I was still putting on a clinic out there against the Seahawks."
4: Yeah, I mean he's he's still played well in that game it's just they were they weren't able to finish sacks and that was something where your offensive line struggled more than seattle's did in that game but he he generates pressure that that's absolutely the case it's just lately they've they've had some trouble finishing things up anthony spencer used to generate pressure bobby you i'm not saying he's anthony spencer i saw you pause i'm just saying anthony spencer used to generate
2: pressure but like people do want to see you finish plays okay Did not come across. Complimentary. (laughs) Uh, Bobby tweeted this out yesterday. NFC Pro Bowl voting leaders announced by the league. Dak, CeeDee, Zach, Micah, Bland, and Brandon Aubrey all lead their respective positions in Pro Bowl voting. Second most votes in the NFC. Tyler Smith, Sam Williams, and who is this guy? L.S., Oh, the long, long snapper, snapper, Trent C. Oh, yeah. I was like, who is Trent C? <laughs> I had no idea. That team thought, just listen.
4: breeds long snappers. Brottis is gonna hear you disrespecting the long snapper position. He's gonna come at you. He's not gonna give you uh mushroom and chili <laughs> advice anymore. <laughs>
2: so uh that was uh that was the Pro Bowl
4: voting. Look, I mean, this is this is what happens whenever the Cowboys are good. The Cowboys are gonna start dominating these fan votes and everything else. And look, to be honest, I mean, those are all pretty deserving. Like I don't think we hear any of those and go like that's Zach-
2: Zach, it's tough
4: because it's it's tough because Zach's standard is at such a level, Mm -hmm. and maybe he hasn't been up to that standard. But it's still, it's still above the standard that the rest of NFL guards have, and so it's it's kind of tough to measure because you do say, all right, he's not been quite what he has been in the past, but that's still probably at an elite level.
3: Yeah, it's like, what do you do when the Hall of Famer is now just an All Pro? Yeah, like, do you look at it the same? You know, like, yeah, sure he's dropped off um but you know, like even when Brady dropped off at the very very end he was still I mean there were still times where he was like okay he can still make that throw well he maybe the, not the last in, year
2: he but. led the league in touchdown passes yeah. in Tampa that first year
3: yeah I mean so like it's I'm, I'm, I'm trying to look at uh, Zach's PFF, PFF by the way
2: while you look that up highest graded offensive tackles for the season Tyron Smith is second Penae Sewell first then Tyron. Barely over Darisau in Minnesota, then Trent Brown, then Trent Williams. Yes. Panay Sewell, that would have been your Tyron Smith
4: replacement. You wouldn't have had Micah Parsons if he would have slid to you. That's the guy that they were in love with that year that they took Micah. But uh, no, Tyron's been good this year. Uh, he's Last game was not great for him. Seattle did give him trouble last game. I'll, I'll say this. I, I, I'm not going to kill him for a bit of a rough game because... Like we talked about it this offseason, I like, I didn't think he could play at this level anymore. Right. And so he deserves a ton of credit for bouncing back the way he has. He's, you know, the Cowboys McCarthy, they all deserve a ton of credit for finding a practice schedule that's kept him healthy. And so, yeah, you're, you're getting the absolute most out of him. And, you know, we had all felt like, all right, this is Tyron's last year. We got a question the other day on love of the star where it was like, Hey, would you consider running it back with Tyron next year? And it's like, look, if you can keep him healthy, if you find something that works and Tyron still wants to play. If he's playing at this level, you absolutely have to consider it.
3: This is what an amazing, what an amazing player. Zach's PFF grade since 2014. 80 I'll just round out. Round 86, 86, 90, 89, 80, 88, 91, 93. And then the last two years, 73 and 72. So even at even shouldn't where have, shouldn't have paid him.
2: Yeah, even in <laughs> his
3: tenth year, uh, he is still a 72. It's fantastic. I mean, it really, really is. And then his penalty numbers are even stupider. Oh, he
4: went. I think it was stupider. He went. Word? I think he went three years at one point without a holding call. Like, I mean, he is he is ridiculous. But I mean, like you say that the the step down there has been noticeable recently. I, I don't think he's. He's he's still one of the top offensive linemen in the game, but it's it's he's clearly not the mauler that he once was.
2: Yesterday, uh, former Jets coach Eric Mangini took note of this show when they were replaying, I guess, one of our uh, interview questions to Jerry Jones. It was your follow up? I think. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out exactly which one it was. Um, so we asked, I
3: we asked about San Francisco like pulling away. I asked that, and then you come in with the.
2: Um, isn't it clear like we're all basically playing for second place? Right. Yeah. And then Jerry's like, clear to you, not clear to me. Right. And Eric Mangini was very, very surprised and taken aback on FS1.
4: Who's that dude asking Jerry Jones questions?
2: Oh, I used to work with him. Huh. Sean Sheree. How was was are you going to clown
4: the owner of the Dallas Cowboys? <laughs> <was a> <laughs> hey, memory. it's obvious your team's not a good <laughs> one. However, I think, he was, I think
2: I'm guessing it was, what would you say
4: to the people who say? And then we flipped uh, yeah, the other narrative. That's yes. like, I used to radio with him. Well, Ooh, so, uh, look at that! Thirteen years later, he's still correct in the way you ask questions. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so there you go. Uh, we asked the tough questions, Eric. Eric Mangini. Eric, taken aback uh, that we would uh, we would tell Jerry that you're clearly behind San Fran. I don't think it's that crazy. Uh, no. The, the, what was crazy was Jerry's response of, yes, that's clear, uh, to, clear you, that's, to you. That's clear to you. No, it's clear to Ray Charles. Yeah,
4: listen, uh, Eric Manglazer. Like, we'll uh, we'll we'll interview Jerry the way that we interview Jerry. and Manglazer? Okay, yeah. What's yeah. the reference? Bennett Glazer, and he doesn't like oh, how Oh,
2: stop I, it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to name be random you're gonna
4: Bennett Glazer. <laughs>
3: you're going to get me kicked out of the, of the, of man, the Detroit the game. Man.
4: That's the end game. It's just for you to lose your privileges. That That's what I'm looking for. But the, the Mangini, like, what, what is the uh, the the confidence with which they all have like, like they hate whenever we speculate on how they need to coach or whatever else. I do love the confidence from all these guys. Like what what a silly question. And then whenever I hear like somebody like Mangini or Rex Ryan do an interview, I'm like, what are you even asking these guys right now?
2: When they ask something, yeah.
4: Whenever they're like part of like setting up, it's it's. I just think it's funny.
2: Live on the fan cam, live on Twitch, and live on YouTube. So. Will Mike McCarthy be on tomorrow at 6.30 in the morning? Don't think so. That's my guess.
1: Yeah.
4: Although, look, I mean, if he really wants to show tough Irishman, he'll, (laughs) he'll be there. Yeah, that's right. As we're live from the firehouse in
2: Wiley. That's right. Last firehouse tour for a while.
4: Yep. It's so, going to be going away. Wiley, it's fire station number four, 3200 McMillan Road. So we will have uh, beanies and Texas Day Brazil and everything else. And it'll be your, your chance. If you are east of Dallas, it, this is your chance to,
2: to come out and see us. Are Luca and Dak going to win MVPs in the same exact year? Wait till you see what the odds are for this, especially after Headband Luca last night. Luke, Luca and Dak MVPs next.